Are you one of the only on your job? Do you wonder why the same type of people continue getting promotions? Have you dreamed of getting to the top but don't know how? Welcome to Secrets, a podcast devoted to showcasing dilemmas faced by underrepresented employees in their quest to climb the career ladder. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson, have experienced the corporate grind for more than 20 years. Now they want to share adventures, pitfalls, and C-suite secrets that they've learned along the way. So let's fill up those cups and get started. Hey, welcome to Secrets, everyone. I'm looking over here, man. It looks like Keith is over here stewing, man. Keith, what's on your mind, brother? You know, I, Ricky, I've just been feeling some kind of way after seeing that senator from Georgia a couple of weeks ago say Kamala, 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 I don't know whatever. Acting an ass. And I've been stewing ever since because, you know, people's names have been used as a way to not only make fun of them, but to hold them back in achieving their dreams. And this is just another obstacle that we have to overcome as underrepresented employees. And to make it worse, man, like that dude says that he simply just mispronounced her name mm. and didn't mean anything by it. Right. So so we're supposed to believe this. Right. I mean, this cat has worked with her for three years, three years. And here's her name every day in the news. Man, that's BS, man. Not yeah. not only is it BS, like let's just like even double click out. on that. Call it out. It's racist. Yep. It's disrespectful. Yep. It's shameful. Yep. And it's just plain laziness. All of that. You know, so so again, I feel you, you know, mm -hmm. when you say like you're kind of stewing about it because I felt like some kind of way about it, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that the sad part about this is Given our current environment, we've almost like normalized it. Yeah. Right. And right. when no one called him on the card or the table on that, he just made it okay for other people to do that to 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 people to who people. you know who who I don't know even know what a traditional name is right. you know anymore. Right. But again, he made it okay for other people now to be targeted to target for their names. That's right. That's exactly right. And we got to we got to stop that mess. And so in today's episode, we'll share some of our personal stories about how our name came about and how others have had their their names weaponized. We'll also talk about some of the potential negative outcomes of uncommon or non-americanized names that ha have on employees in the workplace. And we'll also provide those receipts to show you that your name does have consequences, however unfairly, on your career. And finally, we'll close out with our secrets on how to deal with people dissing your name. <laughs> so I'm thinking about our personal experiences dealing with name dissing and, and, and whatnot. And I just think even about my own name, you know, yeah. so my name is Ricky Devon. Okay, go. Ricky Devon. So it's not Richard. Not Rich. It's not Rick, but I mean, if you're cool with me, you call me Rick, right? right? And it's not with not a heart. Rick. It, it, well, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the reason why we got the PR name, right? It's go. like Pretty Ricky is what they call me. There you know you what go. I'm saying? That's like, right. so, but I had to live with that for a long time, long right? Like, time. I, and I remember being younger, I wasn't cool with it. And I even remember asking my mom, how did you come up with Ricky? Right. You know, and she was like, I just like the name. I said, well, why didn't you name me like Richard or something else? She was like, I just always liked the name Ricky. Like it, Ricky. 
Yeah. So Ricky Robinson. So again, when people meet me, they're like, oh, Ricky Robinson, are you an athlete? You know, or this, that, and the other. And it's like, hey, I was. It's not like I'm famous, right? I mean, (laughs) but again, it's we make assumptions based off of my name, right? You know, or people think I'm shortening it up because it's really Richard, Richard, you know, or or Rich, you know, or something like that, Mm -hmm. right? But my name is Ricky, right? And my mom named me Ricky because she just liked the name. She liked it. She put it on you. She laid it on you. <laughs> that was it. And that was it. That was it. You what know, about you, Keith? How'd, how'd you come up with uh, with, with Keith? This well, a, you didn't come up with I it. I didn't come up with it. How'd your mama come up with it? But this was an interesting story. And I think in our very, very first episode, I mean, I, I mentioned that, you know, I'm the product of a single mom. And my grandmother worked at the hospital. So, and this is a white hospital. So mm-hmm. we had segregated hospitals. So it was a black hospital, a white hospital. My grandmother worked at the white hospital. Now we talked about this with Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who was talking about them segregated hospitals. Same, same scenario. Right. right. Same, similar scenario. My grandmother didn't want me to be born in the black hospital. And because she worked at the white hospital, that gave her privileges where her family could actually use mm-hmm. the white facilities. Okay. So... My grandmother snuck my mom into the hospital to have me, right? Mm-hmm. But she didn't tell anybody that uh, she was her daughter because okay. she didn't want all of that negative oh, that vibe and all of that stuff all about having stuff. this teenage daughter in here and having a baby in our hospital, that kind of stuff. And so my mom got her, my grandmother got her colleagues who would come and check on me every day while I was in the hospital in the incubators or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just to see how I was doing. And so every day, my mom, my grandmother would give me a different name. Okay. She'd be like, go check on Johnny for me. See how Johnny's doing. Yeah, yeah. Go check on, you know, Tom and see how he's doing right now. And so they would come back with the fake name, whatever. And it just so happened, the last day that I was in the hospital, my name was Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And so that stuck in terms of being my name Mm -hmm. uh, coming out of that. My grandmother chose those very simple Americanized names every day also because she didn't want to, like, use some name that would point out, where's the black kid at? Yeah, yeah, your ethnicity. <laughs> you know, she didn't want to point that, out a that name. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, yep. That pointed out your ethnicity. And, I, and, you know, again, we think about there are times in history where people uh, use, uh, whether it be war names or... Um, or entertainers' names, or um, names about you know militancy, or something like mm-hmm. that. So again, there's some history you know around it. But just to kind of maybe even make light of this just a little bit, because sure. again, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring this home. We're here, gonna bring right? some like, heat. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about right. what this really means. But like even in my profession as HR, you know, and I've seen some funny names I'm that sure come across you, you know uh, my desk, right and Funny to me, meaning it just didn't seem common, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we've grown up, you know, in in economically challenged areas, the hood, you know, so yep. we hear, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, you know, a couple of names that I've encountered, like, during my career and that kind of made me, you know, take a double take. So I've heard names, uh, people have names of their favorite cars. Yes. Okay. I've had people with their favorite drinks. You know, one comes to mind is Alize. Alize. Back in the day, right? In the I mean, day. I've I've seen Cavassier, 
You know, I've I've seen these names, you know, kind of come up. So when people abbreviate, sometimes there's there's a reason, or when they use their initials, right? Sure. But the uh, the names that kind of come to mind for me were, and these are common names that you hear all the time, sure. right? But I can recall seeing Andre, Lakeisha, uh huh, Leroy, mm-hmm. Terrell, right? Okay, and. I normally or naturally thought, okay, this is probably, you know, a brother or sister. sister. These are white people. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously. So when you start thinking about it, like, it works both ways. It works it's both not ways. just like these it are black ways. names, white names. I mean, when it comes to names, I mean, it it's could there. be. That's right. We all have unconscious bias when it comes to names. We all do it. Um, when you hear someone's name, you automatically have a picture in your mind of what they look like, how they live in, what their socioeconomic status could be. Right. You know, I can't tell you, and I'm sure you've experienced this too. You didn't walked into a room and you see the shock on people's face when they see that I'm black. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Keith Powell. Hmm. And, you know, my name is like, English and Scottish origin. My black ass is the farthest from that. So <laughs> to see the shock on their face sometimes, I get that little giggle. Yeah, no, <laughs> because I Because you I, can see that shock on their face. I, I get it. I get it. So, so think about, and we're not even talking about when people speak to you over the phone, what they think you are. Or, right. You know, when they try to, you know, guess what it could be or something like that. But think about, you know, our Asian brothers and sisters, right? Um, and people from other countries, who pick an American name mm-hmm. just so that they don't have to go through like the indignity of us butchering their name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so they, they change it up to make it simple for us. Like right? Dan, Cindy. Yeah, exactly. When a name might be something else. Right. Mm-hmm. And subconsciously it takes the edge off. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to phonetically pronounce it slower for you or yeah. say it's like, Right. When it really is, you know, something else. So they are no longer foreign. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm using? My rabbit ears here. No no longer foreign. They've moved up in class in some areas. And we heard Andre, you know, talk about this when we were in, uh, uh, when we're talking, uh, doing Hispanic Heritage, you know, month. Mm -hmm. Um, But they've moved up in class to being, uh, from, from being an immigrant family. Yeah, you know, they kind of have that American dream now, that American story. I'm right. an immigrant. So when I'm not they a foreigner. Use, exactly. Yeah. So when they use that American name, they they get more benefit of the doubt or they get a different level of respect because now they have uh, homogenized themselves, right? Yes. They've kind of- Assimilated. Know, exactly. They've done those things. So again, this this is real. So again, we're, we're kind of taking it a little deeper you know, here as we're kind of talking about these names. That's right. right. That's true. But- and. The impact of all this, though, Ricky, is that simple as simple as your name can have lifelong impact on your career prospects and just wealth creation. And it's fair or unfair. That is true. I mean, we're talking about, you know, we're serious about you getting your bread. Yeah. Right. We're That's absolutely right. serious about you maximizing your ability to, to make money, earn income, to excel or ascend in your career. That's serious. Right. It is. But the moral to the story, man, is name shaming and name discrimination is in our DNA. It is. Right? Like it it's is. it's it's part of that unconscious bias, right? And it's on us all, like every one of us, to do better. Yep. Right. Like, you know, again, we've heard all kinds of jokes, 
That's and right. they start out with when they start saying Leroy did this, mm-hmm. you know what they're talking about, right? You know when right. when they say something else did this, you know generally who they're talking about. But it's on us to do better. It you know, is. There. So that's that's the moral to the, the story. Moral to the story for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, and as you kind of we keep peeling the onion a little bit here, and you think about these nine traditional names, if mm-hmm. you will. And some of the potential negative impacts that can come about when you don't have that Americanized name. The most obvious one um, is being denied those job opportunities because people are making assumptions about your race or your gender or even your age, right? Even your religion. Or even or your, your place, religion. Your place of origin. Place of origin. All of those things. You, people start making assumptions about those and and you move to the bottom of the pile. Now, whether or not we're not talking about whether or not they should do this right. or whether this is the it is discriminatory or not because we know where it is. Right. But we're talking about the reality is the people who are making the decisions mm-hmm. to move you forward or not in a job. Right. They have stuff that they need to get over, things that they need to deal with, and there is no unconscious bias requirement that's right out there right right? so we're talking about the little things that exist today that prohibit or limit you to be able to get to the top right yep um i think another another negative outcome for these non-traditional names is i mean you end up being mocked by your colleagues i mean make no mistake about it like kamala harris was a it is a colleague of that guy you know what i'm saying Undeniable credentials, as we talked about Undeniable. earlier, right? Yep. Like she deserves to be there. Mm-hmm. And this cat's gonna mispronounce her name, butcher it, jack it up, and try to mock it to his colleagues and basically signal that it's okay for everybody else to do this. Exactly. I mean, we've we've been through this stuff with Berther, with Barack Obama, and he's a Muslim, That's and right. this, that, and the other. I mean, we've seen it. You know, all time the time. and time again. You know, we've time seen it all. We, we, we've seen it, you know, all the time. But in terms of like mocking, you know, uh, mock being mocked by your colleagues, or even if you're in school, like your classmates. I mean, this stuff. Oh yeah, you know, happens. I mean, it starts early, and we we all know that. But one and another potential negative outcome of this is just the mental health, right? If you're constantly being bullied or picked at or mocked or whatever else. I mean, that stuff at some point, it can lead to low self-esteem or low confidence, even depression, or you might wild out. I mean, again, you know how it is. You start touching, you know, messing with these bullies, man, right. or, you know, or well, bullies start messing with with, you? with, with people, mm-hmm. unassuming people. And one day that bully gets knocked out. Look, man, I'm going to tell you re- real quick, not to jump off topic yeah. here in college. I met like I I was hanging with some guys and it was an unassuming, you know, white dude on the football team. That cat was fast. Okay. <laughs> he was he, he was good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was good, but he was unassuming. He was skinny. And I remember some uh some 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 brothers was messing with him one time, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like I'm trying to play the peacemaker and this, that, and the other. And look, they were bigger than me. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a big dude. They was bigger than me, but I was cool. I could usually sure, do this. You can maneuver. And my man, I'm not going to mention his name, okay, but I'm going to give you his nickname. They used to call him One Punch. Okay? He got <laughs> mad. They was picking on him about his name. And he he had a, he was a full. A, a, and he got mad one day and, and punched that dude. One Punch. And that dude went to sleep. Like, he was laid out. They never <laughs> messed with him again. But we're talking about negative outcomes. We don't want it to come to that. Right. But when people are pushed... You never yeah. know. It's unpredictable, man, from depression to 
anger, it manifests itself in different ways. And we've seen things take on a negative turn when people are bullied and you know Absolutely. made fun of yep. in work environments and everything else. Sure. Like we're telling you there's negative outcomes. So and we're saying we can do better. Yep. This is exactly one of those situations, Instances. right? So I think the other part where I was actually speaking about, you know, whether it's our Asian brothers and sisters or it could be some of our Muslim brothers yep. and sisters, right? Religion. I think when when your name is butchered, mm-hmm. where you end up shortening it up a certain uh, to a certain degree to make it easy for your coworkers mm-hmm. or for for other people, it's denying you of your heritage or, or your culture. Yeah, right. Yeah. That is a huge huge mm-hmm. piece to this, right? Not knowing that that name, we come from royalty, man. Like, so that name yeah, could mean something, you know, to it. So by you shortening that name up or letting people get in the way with butchering it or whatnot, it does to some degree end up denying you of your culture or even your heritage. Absolutely. There is no so, doubt about it. So, 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 Keith, again, look, man, I know I put a lot of pressure on you to come up with like some some good figures and whatnot because we Ching. can talk. Yeah, we can talk forever, man, about some stuff. But for our listeners, we're not just making this stuff up, man. Making I know it, it, it might sound funny when we're talking to you sometimes, but there is some figures yep. that justify some of the things that we're talking about here. So, okay. Keith, if you if you don't mind. Hit them with them receipts. We man. like the facts and the science. And so with our receipts today, I'm going to share with you some surprising but probably appalling ways that your name potentially impacts uh, your career prospects. And that first receipt, we've all seen this data point repeated time and time again in research study after research study that candidates with white sounding names are favored over those with black sounding names, even when the applicants have the same exact qualifications. Just to pile on to that, a study by the American Economic Association showed that white-sounding names got nearly 50% more callbacks than candidates with black-sounding names. 50%, Ricky. And the study also determined that having a white-sounding name is worth as much as eight years additional work experience. So we're talking about being doomed before you even know how to say a word, before you even know how to say say your own name. Right. We're talking about you're coming in at a deficit. At a deficit. Right. And yeah. and again, we're assuming good intent. So some of this is unconscious, but I, I it's hard for me to believe, knowing what I know, mm-hmm. being in you know the in HR, HR profession, that some of this stuff is not systemic and that people right aren't unconsciously doing it they consciously that's right you know so it's like so so receipt number two in a new york uh university study it found that people with easier to pronounce names often have higher status positions once they're at work Mm -hmm. another similar study showed that having a more noble or royal sounding name also led to higher ranking positions (laughs) like Come on, that's right. Man. Like for it real. didn't work out for Rodney King, though. No, but I'm just saying. No, it's what, yeah, it's it, it, no, it, it it did not. And, and what I will say is, as much as we're trying to, you know, bring attention to this, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take more than us trying to expose these secrets for sure. This you is know, structural. To, to, yeah, this, this is structural. Exactly. This is all part of the part of the system for sure. And then a, a third receipt was a study that was done by LinkedIn. 
that show that men with shorter first names are overrepresented in the C-suite. So if you Bob, Bruce, yeah, <laughs> whatever, these these short one-syllable names are most associated with the CEO position. Apparently communicates friendliness and openness when you have these short one-syllable names. That same study also showed that women at the top tend to use their full name. So they ain't going by Bob and Tim and those things. They use their full name. So there's Diane Smith mm-hmm. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to project professionalism and gravitas, if you will. And in case you're wondering, Deborah, Cynthia, and Carolyn were the most popular female CEO names. So there's a system to this. Right. Unconsciously. <laughs> yeah. Unconsciously. That, that this works. Yep. Yep. Number four is multiple studies have also shown that the alphabetical order of your name can also impact your career prospects. Having a name earlier in the alphabet influences college selection, academic tenure, and even the likelihood of being voted for. And I know we all live in different states or regions. Just take a look at what that secret is has done and what and how it may have impacted our uh, recent um, elections, <laughs> you know? So again, not sure if, if it's true or false, right. but it's got to be some meaning there. But there's some facts to it. Got it. We have four secrets for you today that we want to share with you. And before jumping in, grab that pen and paper. I'll quickly share what the four secrets are, and then we'll dive in. Four secrets are, Take ownership of your name. Secondly, assume good intent. Thirdly, tell your story. And this last secret is for companies. Implement anti-bias processes for hiring and promotion. So in secret number one, take ownership of your name. When meeting someone, tell them with authority how to phonetically pronounce your name and stand firm if someone tries to make a nickname or pronounces your name incorrectly. My name is Ricky. It's not Rich. It's not Dick. It's not (laughs) whatever it is. My name is Ricky. And a tip for you all, on LinkedIn, you can even put the phonetic pronunciation of your name on your LinkedIn profile. You can do that on your resume as well if you want to so people learn how to say your name. If the tool is out there, it's kind of less pressure on you. Yeah. <laughs> I think secret number two, man, for me is when we say assume good intent. Again, I know how it can be mm. when someone mispronounces your name for the first time yeah. or how someone tries to shorten up your name or whatever the case is. Assume good intent. Don't get straight to the rolling or rolling yacht. I mean, because I know I'm infamous for killing people with a stare, right? Or eloquently like slaying people, right? Yes, yes. But I would just say, don't escalate unnecessarily. Um, assume good intent. That's and right. if they mispronounce it, maybe slow things down and pronounce it for them. Again, they will apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would feel even better if they didn't even use my name if they can't pronounce it. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let just, it go. But again, <laughs> Assume good intent. Assume like don't good don't intent. don't escalate the situation if it doesn't need to be. Doesn't need to be. That's right. And to build on that, our third secret is really about take that time to share the story about the origin of your name and why it's important to you and your family. Most people don't even know. I mean, we all have a deep rooted history and legacy mm-hmm. in our families. A lot of times of where our names come from and why they were chosen for us, why they were given to us, bestowed upon us. Mm-hmm. Sharing those stories with people as they learn who you are 
that takes off some of the sting, right? It becomes harder for someone to dish you when they know your story. And I think about this, like my uh, my nephew, right? This is my dude, right? Got an unconventional first name. And people are like, well, what does that mean? And this, yeah. that, and the other, right? And I always say, man, embrace that. You yeah. know, you come from kings. Yeah. You know, you come from queens. Embrace that, you know? So that's my guy, right? I also have a friend, a coworker, well, former coworker, but, you know, a friend to this day. Hey, man, you know you're out there when I say this, right? But his name is General, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's like, I would always say, like, what, that, what does General mean? And one day he explained the origins of his name and how he got it. Man, I was sitting there in awe. And to this day, I'm like, wow. You ain't forgot that story. The minute someone tells you like what their name means, there's no more joking about that, right? There's, you won't forget that. That's right. But take this again. We always talk about teachable moments. Yes. But use this as a, as a moment to be able to kind of teach people what your name is. Yeah. My my grandma used to say, when you know better, you do better. <laughs> we hope. You That's know? right. We hope, right? Uh, so, General, hey, buddy, I, we, we appreciate you, man. So, Keith, what about secret number uh, four for him? So, secret number four is really about corporations and other organizations should seriously consider putting in anti-bias processes in their hiring or promotion. Consider things like blind resume screening. Take the names off the resumes. Take the names off of the, the talent discussions, when you're having talent discussions, those types of things, have blind interviews, have diverse hiring panels, do 360 reviews, get all of these different input sources where you're kind of taking the name out of it and having different perspectives so that you're not just being unconsciously biased. You know, and Keith, and I would swear by this one is is I've uh, used and implemented this at several organizations. And again, when we're talking about name shaming and all of that, this really takes that out of the scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're really just talking about the credentials. Yep. It shouldn't matter what your name is, right? right? If should. you're qualified to do the job, if you got the credentials, nothing else should come into play. So I swear by this one, but this is a really good secret for corporations and organizations consider. If you don't have it now, think about implementing it. If you do have it, ratchet it up a notch. There you no go. There so, you go. So, so Keith, man, look, I think we've given our listeners today some good information, man. I think we've had some fun with it, you know, sure. uh, today. But, you know, this of my name is not an option anymore. No, right? it isn't. It this isn't. is time for us We're to global. kind of. We're yeah, global. Absolutely. We are not America. And it's time for us to stand up. So, look. Again, I want to take this opportunity just to tell our, our listeners, man, we got some good stuff out there. We're getting close to the holidays. So get on that website, get your yeah. coffee mug, you know, get your sweatshirt. Right. It's getting cold outside. Exactly. Too. Get your stuff, man. And if there's some things that you like, hey, we're still going to be wearing these masks for a while. So go out there and get your secrets mask. But we're just saying, hey, support. If there's something that you'd like, let us know. We'll try to get that going for you too absolutely and ricky as we wrap up here i know one name we will never butcher is vodka and cranberry (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i'm due for a refill man so hey keith man i appreciate you i appreciate you too ricky and we appreciate you listeners so until the next time you guys tune in take care Thank you all for listening today. Hopefully you gained a secret or two that can be applied as your journey continues. 
If you are motivated and excited after listening to Keith and Ricky, please subscribe to our podcast, share with friends, and donate via Patreon. Check us out at www.secrets.com to get more information about our secret services. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.